Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 156 of the Vex on Vex podcast. My name is VexX. Today we are joined with Miss Patricia. We were having a weird conversation off camera and off microphone. So Trish, say hello to the world. Hey. Hey. How are you on this fine day? Fine. Trish was expressing to me off microphone horrific dating catastrophes via these modern applications on our phones. Was that not what we were discussing? It sure was. And then you were like, blah, 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 younger man, blah, 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 was a whole thing, right? And I was like, well, there's a thing. And then I had said to you, I was like, what about those teachers who are now fornicating with these students for no reason? It is fucking story time on the Vex and Vex podcast, OMG. Now, I think I have told this story previously, but it's fucked up, Trish. It's fucked up. Okay. okay. I went to grade school. I graduated in 1989. Right. So mathematically, I think I started 80 into 81 would be the school year, I think, for grade school. Right. 1980. Right. So when I was in fifth grade, maybe fourth, maybe fourth grade, they started this thing where they were like, you're now going to change teachers instead of sitting in the same classroom. It was fifth grade with the same teacher all day long. You're going to get up at, from here and go to so and so's classroom and you're going to learn a different subject for an hour <laughs> to try and start to acclimate you for high school. Right. And this is in grade school, right? So we got to meet other teachers and there was this woman and she had a Spanish last name, but I don't think she was Spanish. I think she was Italian and married a Spanish gentleman and she was a teacher. And even at this tender age, because boys have hormones, we knew she was attractive. Like she was pretty. And it was the eighties because I'm a very old gentleman. And she had this weird, like sleek, short haircut, which was a thing for the eighties. Like she looked, she looked very attractive, but she was fucking mean. Like she was a mean lady. I did not like her <laughs> for real. She was a science teacher. Mm -hmm. So if you went to my grade school, not that you watch this podcast, but if you did, you, you know, this fucking woman. <clears throat> All right. What was her name? I can't say because uh, things are afoot. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Still, I'm going to say slanderous things that we don't know or confirmed. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. Carry on. Carry on. Thank you, Trish. <laughs> so, there was a kid in my class. He had an older brother. The kid was tough. He wasn't a smart kid, but he was tough. He was a nice kid. Kind of smelled a little bit. Just so it happened. He smelled. I'm sorry. You were there. But he was tough, and I liked him. He was a good guy. And uh, he had an older brother who was also very tough. I don't know if he smelled, didn't spend a lot of time with the older brother, but you know, I assume as much because they came from the same household and we would discuss this like so-and-so smells. Anyway, <laughs> I'm a bad, I'm a bad person when this goes, Oh, I'm a bad person. Anyway. Okay. So the older brother had gotten left back. So if he was in like, we were in fifth grade, he should have been eighth or ninth grade, but I think he was in seventh. You with me? Yeah. But he'd gotten left back maybe twice. Cause it wasn't, they weren't smart. They were tough. They weren't smart, you know? And so, if, let me think. I was 13 in eighth grade. So he would have been in seventh grade. He should have been 12. But maybe he was 14. Maybe he was left back twice over the course of his like academic career. Makes sense so far? Mm -hmm. This woman with the Spanish last name took a liking to this student. Now, this student, he wasn't like overly masculine either. Like, you know, when you got that kid in school who's like an athlete who's like, boom naturally he wasn't one of those people but he was like tough and he was like a leader and if he's 14 there's you know stuff on the field to play ball you know but for us so listen it's so it's so fucked up this is fucked up okay so this kid had been left back twice he was not a good student at all in any capacity right and so all of a sudden he becomes a straight a student in this woman's class and the mother who was friends with my mother was like I can't believe how so-and-so has improved this year. This teacher really has taken him under her wing. Now, they were seeing each other outside of school. Okay? Mm -hmm. Again, he's like 14. She's like 35, right? Hey, I didn't say anything yet. I didn't say a fucking thing. I'm just saying I'm setting the table. Okay, Trish? Right, You're getting into the gross. But don't. Okay. <laughs> Aim for the microphone. Sorry. It's okay. So... They're spending time together. They would leave at lunch and go to Burger King together and get meal. Like creepy things, a little inappropriate. And it was a Catholic institution of learning is where I went to school. And even at fucking 10 and 12, we were like, well, hold on. Fifth grade, six, seven, eight. I was 10. I was 10. I was 10. The older brother's 14. The brother with me also got left back. So he was 11. They had a whole family of not paying attention. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> nice kid, smelled. So people would say to him, like, yo, what's up with your brother and this teacher with the Spanish last name? And he's like, oh, dude, something isn't appropriate. We're 10. We're 10. We don't even understand sexuality. In any capacity, you don't understand it. But you know you like girls if you like girls, right? Yes. Something was going <laughs> on. So I, my mother was a pretty astute woman. She was smart. She wouldn't gossip in front of me. But I was a kid. I would eavesdrop. So if she was having a conversation about something, I'd be like, listen it. <laughs> Five rooms away going, what are you saying? What are you saying? And they were just, the parents were discussing it. There was something. There was no proof. Anything. So... We The whole time this woman's there for one school year, I hated her guts, by the way. I did not like her. She was mean. Oh, I hated that fucking woman. I really did. She's a Spanish girl. I, ma I married a Spanish woman, so clearly I have fucking issues, but she wasn't really Spanish. She married a Spanish guy. I got to stress this again. Not a Spanish woman. Okay. Not a Spanish woman. Anyway, very mean. Didn't like her. Had to take a class with her. She was teaching us science at that point. She was the worst. Anyway. A whole year goes by. This kid's a straight A fucking, straight A's, straight fucking A's. His mother is elated. And then the next school year, she wasn't invited to return back. And then the kid goes to eighth grade. Okay. So he, <laughs> he all of a sudden goes from a fucking student to fucking in the doldrums again. So, right? Weird, weird. And then they were like, well, she was giving him extra attention and helping him tutor and blah, blah, blah. So this just happens. It's a blurb in our childhood. It wasn't my class. It didn't happen to me, but we think it happened to someone I knew. 30 fucking years go by, right? Now we're fucking old people. A mutual friend who now has a drug problem, sadly enough, but I loved him. I grew up with him. Runs in to the older brother at a bar and he's like, no one's here. It's been 30 fucking years. Buy a shot. Did you fuck the teacher? And he's like, bro, I fucked the shit out of her. I'm like, yes! No. Yes! So I knew a teacher fucker when I was a kid. Oh Again, not my friend. He was someone I knew's brother. And they were tough, so I didn't know them. Like, you didn't hang out. I wasn't, like, getting in bar fights and such at the tender age of 10. I was playing with G.I. Joe dolls, you know? These were tough kids. But he was 14. I think so, yeah. And I remember being 14. I was in my freshman year of high school when I turned 14. I lost my virginity when I was 14 to a high school student. I was a freshman. She was a junior. So I was an older woman. <laughs> but I couldn't imagine a 35-year-old chick. And then and they made that movie, the Donnie Berger film, That's My Boy. Did you ever see that with Adam Sandler? <laughs> the, the gist of it is when he was 14, he got his teacher pregnant. She went to jail for 30 years for fucking the teacher, and he had to raise the kid. And then hijinks ensue. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually a funny fucking movie. You should watch it. It's really good. What's it called? Um, That's My Boy. Okay. It's an Adam Sandler yeah, film. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it's it. It's pretty good. Yeah. You're going to be shocked. It's weird because I love Adam Sandler, so. It's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so this happened. This fucking happened. Yeah, man. I fucked yeah. the shit out of her is what he said. Wow. Mm. And, like your mother's age. But you were discussing this off camera, that that's a thing. Someone on the app hit on you that you felt was in an inappropriate age yeah. and you knew his family. Yeah. I don't know. That's a young man's fucking fantasy. I had a couple of them when I was that age. Mm -hmm. I still think it's weird. No, and I respect that. But there's a cross section of the female population who like it. It's a thing. Sure. Like I'll give you an example. I am a middle-aged bald gentleman, right? I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but there are certain women who just like my appearance. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I'm in the door just from the way I look. Now you could fuck it up by saying dumb things or FaceTiming your dick to someone. But you know, but if and you don't do that, you could close a deal perhaps. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there, that's the way it works. So there's a cross section of that female population that you're a part of, I might add, that do appreciate the the strength of a younger man. What are your I thoughts? So. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. You can see, you can appreciate, you know, what a 25 year old brings to the table. So you uh, can appreciate it. I would never. I just would never. Why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. It's weird. I have a 23 year old home. If so you didn't, if you didn't though, so say you didn't have, your son wasn't your son. Is it, that, is it still that odd? I don't know. After my divorce, my first girlfriend that I had was 23 years old. Oh I know. And what kind of conversations do you have with a 23 year old? That's why she's no longer my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it was a problem. I'll be honest with you. She was very mature. She was smart. You want to hear a story about her? Uh -huh. She owned properties. 
which I was exactly see that face you made. Yeah. Like, all right, I have a house, right? And I remember saying some comment about her car. I'm like, well, this is the biggest investment in your life. She's like, no, it's not. And then I was intrigued. I was like, what do you mean? She owned like apartment buildings oh, wow. and rented them. Her. Exactly. And that was the family. The family had set her up. They told her. It was her money though. So all that money that this kid, she's a kid, made through high school babysitting and her side yeah. job, whatever. She banked it. So maybe she had $20,000 at the end of school, which is a lot of money for an 18-year-old mm-hmm. kid. She put that on a fucking building. Yeah, that's smart. And then took a year to make it nice. The sheetrock slowly paid people, paid people, chipped away at her job. And then boom, now she has like, I think two properties. And there's like multiple like rents in each property. And I was like, this is amazing. So she was a pretty mature kid. Also Spanish, as I roll my eyes, kind of psychotic, but I was coming off of a Spanish marriage. So I was kind of in that realm, you know, this is years ago. She's 25 now. She's too old for me. That's my she joke. Said, she says, this, this is years ago. It was. Like, <laughs> well, I, well, no, I think when, when was the pandemic? It all runs together. Yeah, right? a couple of years ago. So it was, yeah. you couldn't meet anybody. So yeah. I, I had a barbecue here for some of my employees. And I invited my friends and my friend lived in a, a um, apartment complex with these people. And he brought these people. I didn't know her. And I was like, Hey, and she was like, Hey, and I was like, all right, party, party. And it worked for about five minutes. It did. And then we just. Yeah. I can see that like a long term. There's like 20 year difference. It's like impossible. Like how? <laughs> how? Like, what are you talking about? Well, then think Video about all the. Games? Well, no, think about all the. Well, no, she didn't play video games. Women don't do that shit. That's a guy thing. That. Yeah. See, that's going to be my conversation. It's like talking to my child. No, but I could talk to you right now about the video game that I'm playing. So, mm-hmm. um, you know what happened to me? During the pandemic, I didn't have anything to do. You couldn't go out, right? So, I reactivated my live on my stupid, like, I have an Xbox. And oh. then, like, because I had nothing to do. And then I go online. I start playing. And I've got to be honest with you. I do not enjoy it like I did when I was your son's age. When I was your son's age, I really thoroughly enjoyed doing it. Now, it's like. <laughs> and now that you can go back out, I just don't. Yeah. I, I'm still paying for the fucking thing. Every, you know, they take your money out for the live or whatever. But uh, yeah. at this age, you're like, um, okay, I'll just cancel it eventually. Yeah. It's a thing. I will do the pandemic. Didn't stop at all. Uh-huh. I mean, I didn't either. I'm a roofing company, so we didn't stop either. I was <clears> in <throat> a hospital, so it was a nightmare. Did you catch it? I just had it this past May. So how many times have you had it? One. Oh, you. Pfft. I had three. I had all three. Yeah. What are you doing? Check this. It wasn't me. Okay. okay. No, let me explain. <laughs> More story time on the Vex and Vex podcast. God damn it. All right. This is a big house. There's a whole wing to my left side that you didn't see. There's several bedrooms over there. Okay. That's a wing. I live over behind you. You with me? Okay. So I had a, a roadie for Starscream, a young gentleman, an African-American gentleman in his 20s. And he was like, hey, man, I lost my place to live. I know your ex-wife just moved out. I'm like, yeah. He's like, can I please rent like a room in your house, please? And I was like, no, you can't afford it. And he's like, I think I can. So I gave him very stringent mathematical equations on how we would do this. Long story short, he became my housemate. Now, he's a kid. He was like 28 or something, right? Yeah, I guess. He's like maybe 30 now. So I think he's like 28. He had a job. He made X amount of dollars a week. I didn't trust him. So I made him pay me weekly in cash for his time. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to, at the end of the month when the mortgage is due, I don't want to be like 500 bucks. Right. You know what I mean? So he was paying me and sometimes he would pay me and sometimes he couldn't. Now when he couldn't, cause he was a fuck up, I'd make him work for my company. And then it would be like a wash. I'm like, all right, on your day off, you come out and you do this with me and I won't pay you and we'll call it even. You know what I mean? So it worked. And he was all right. Big guy. Um, I liked him. He worked for Starscream for a lot of years before I moved in. He got this fantastically unattractive, uncharming girlfriend. Remember the show on MTV called Singled Out when we were young? Jenny McCarthy was on it. Yes. You remember uh, that? Yeah. Her whole shtick is that she was mean to all the contestants. There'd be a hundred men and like three chicks or one woman, or I shouldn't say chicks, one young <laughs> lady. And they would like chop them down until she had a date at the end. And Jenny McCarthy would beat them and throw things at them and just abuse them. But she was a smoke show 30 years ago. So it worked. This woman looked like an Oompa Loompa. So when you're an Oompa Loompa and you have the attitude of, I'm fucking amazing, you are an annoying human being. And then mathematically, I could have been her father because they're in their 20s. Do you understand what I'm saying? So he's just bringing this Oompa Loompa to my house. And I would just be like, "Mm." okay, Oompa Loompa, just do your thing. Anyway. Eventually, he doesn't live here anymore because of the Yumpa Lumpa, but we're not even going to go there. I just love that his name is not a name. I, I wouldn't, oh, I wouldn't want to call her. I wouldn't call her out. You understand? I have like a, a myriad, yeah. a monicum of respect. That's it. A monicum. Make sense? Sure. Mm. So, Oompa Lumpa, 
and him. I was sitting on the couch behind you playing a video game during the pandemic. The pandemic kicks in in March. This is around November, after right after Halloween, so years ago. And they're sitting right there, and they're eating. And I hear, eh, 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 the whole time. And in my head, I'm like, there's a fucking pandemic. And I don't mingle with people. I go work on a roof. So I'm not going to see the customer. They would mail me checks or send me digital payments. I wasn't interacting with weird, right. random people. I wasn't getting sick. No one I knew was getting sick. We were all pretty close. That You know how it was. You, you, you weren't home, but you saw there was no traffic outside. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. Okay. So they get up and they go into his bedroom. I'm freaked out. I get my Lysol. I clean every fucking surface in this kitchen. And I sit back down. That was Friday night. I got a call Monday from his employer. Not him. His employer. And the employer's like, so-and-so has COVID. They tested positive. We sent him home. When was that? That was at noon. It's fucking six o'clock at night. And they're like, yeah, in case you probably have it because you live in the same house, which we do. She got a positive test. Then he told the boss that she got a positive test. The boss said, you go get a test. His test came back positive. This motherfucker never told me. And he came home. He's like a kid, though. It's like your son. Well, like, is not no, but it was like that dynamic. It just was. He's immature. He's like a kid. I loved him. I did. He was a roadie for the band. Those guys are interesting people. You know what I mean? So... I loved him. It was like a kid situation. And he came home and I had a date that night. I had a dinner date and she was, we were back here. She was, we were going to watch a movie and he came in and I'm like, you got something to fucking tell me. And he's like, no. And we got in a fight. Like we got in a fight. I scream and I can really like, ah, you know, scream. I don't want to, but I lose my temper. You can understand being a, a Latin woman yourself there. 100%. It's a thing. Yeah. So I can All scream. Yeah. Well, I'm Lithuanian. We can fucking scream. So, I'm screaming to the point where he was like upset. And then he was just like, I'm sorry. So I'm like, you have it? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you gotta fucking told me. So now we have it. I have that. I send the girl home. I'm like, get out. Go. Because this house is infected. Just go. So she leaves. That was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I got symptoms. It's seven days from the exposure is when it kicked in. I'm on the couch behind you. I'm playing a video game. My fever was so high. I don't drink. But it felt like I was drunk. I was oh. in no pain. I was like, <laughs> and that was before vaccines, too. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take fucking vaccines. Anyway, oh yeah, we'll discuss. We'll fight. Oh, we'll fight. Oh no. Oh yeah, I have more immunity than anybody you know. Anyway, so I that's uh, it's not my fault that I got COVID the first time. This person brought this other person into my fucking house. Right. They were customer facing in their jobs. They shouldn't have fucking had, like, they shouldn't have done this, and didn't tell me. So now the band rehearses here, can't rehearse for two weeks, shut everything down. It was a fucking problem. I was sick Friday night, all day Saturday, motherfucker fever. Sunday, the fever broke. By Monday, it's like it never happened. Then after, after you do the fucking 14 days, I go back to the gym. My cardio's gone. And I run a lot, right? You don't know me, but I run a lot. Nothing. So it took me like two months just to get back to where I was, right? That's the first exposure. Wow. Now, two years go by. I had a New Year's Eve party. Someone murmured something at the party. Oh, so-and-so works in a store and then maybe it, well, it was exposure. I didn't think about it. And I woke up the next day from the New Year's Eve party and I had a blinding headache. Now, I never had a migraine before. Okay. But uh, someone told me later it was a migraine. So I had this motherfucker migraine. That's okay. I'm all messed up. I had a, a woman staying here, who was my girlfriend at the time. I sent her home. I'm like, I'm sick. You got to go. She never got it, by the way. Which is, And she slept next to me, but I had the migraine. My neighbors, thank God, gave me ibuprofen or something. I don't, you don't, you, we don't know each other. I don't take pills. I'm not that person. I don't like anything. I only drink water. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I will rarely take even an Advil if I have a pain. I just don't do it. It's not my thing. Okay. So I take an ibuprofen and it knocks out the, the headache right away. It went away. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then the next day, I kind of, and by day three, it was like it never happened. Went back to the gym, lost all my cardio again. Yay. And that was in January. So I built it back up. Then I meet somebody on an app and we go to dinner. And this woman works in Center City. And then a few days later, guess who has fucking COVID? A third time. Oh my God. I know. You're not careful. You have to. Like, you have to be careful. Explain. I'll listen. You work in the healthcare. Tell us. Tell us. Well, that was was it just recently, or was it like during the pandemic? No. How bad are you at this? January of this oh, year, this year? was my going on. was my second exposure. Right. And then this spring was my third exposure. Oh, see, that's when I had it. The spring. Yeah. Oh, 
but it was the authors because people showed up, said, and then they decided they weren't going to tell anybody. It's just allergies. No, it's scary, right? right? But nothing happened. You didn't die. No, but I'm vaccinated. I'm not going to get and vaccinated. Booster. Yeah, you know, I'm not doing any <laughs> of that shit. Just never. Why? A. You had it three times. Exactly. So obviously, not a fucking problem. It's not. That's the thing. That's the thing. So I am not high risk. Uh, knock on wood. Right now, I'm yeah, but every time like affects something else. It didn't affect. It. it got it got weaker every time. The first time was rough. The second time was a headache. The third time, it's like it didn't happen. So actually, every single time, it lost its power. And they were all three days. Within three days, I'm done. No matter, every time I've had it, it's within three days, it's like it never happened. No lingering effects. Here's the kicker. The third time, I didn't lose my cardio. How fucked up is that? Well, that's good. That's weird, right? Yeah, it's so it's getting good. weaker. And then I read, and I'm not in the medical field like yourself, but I read a report that now the Omicron, which was more, uh, I don't want to say catchier. That's not the right word. It could infect more people. It was yeah, more, more transmissible. That's it. It was more transmissible, but it is weaker than the initial strain. And that's how viruses shake out human beings. You got that first wave that kicks your ass, and it did kick my ass, right? The second wave sucked, but not as bad as the first wave. And the third one, it was like a cold. It's it, just a lot, though, three times. Over three years, though. Do the math. That's no, not that bad. <laughs> well, not uh, the first one, again, not my fault. It would have never happened if it wasn't for the Oompa oh, Loompa. Right. The second time I did have a party, but fuck it. It was January, like the past January. Fuck it. I was done. It was over in my opinion. <laughs> and, and it didn't, it wasn't that bad. And then the last one was a random date. She worked in center city. You understand what I'm saying? She got exposed to the office. Probably she blames me. She's like, you gave me COVID. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? I work on a roof. I didn't give you COVID. We still laugh, but that's a thing. I don't know. And I, and I, oh, the last one. Or was the second one? The second one, I, I lost the taste of ketchup for like two weeks. I didn't like it. Huh. It was like unpleasant. And my friend got it. Everybody's different. Everybody's like, T -t 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 -t. Right. my friend got it. And for months, his his thing was affected. Like his taste was affected for months upon months. Oh, and not me. It was like two weeks. That and and I didn't even notice. I had like, I went, to, I was, I got done at the gym and I went to McDonald's because that's good for you. Right. And I get a cheeseburger and I get my fries and I come home and I just douse them in ketchup. And I'm like, oh, it's not pleasant. And I didn't think about it. I was like, oh, my ketchup's bad or it doesn't taste right. I swear right. to God, it's what I thought. And then two weeks later, I did it again and it was still shitty. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, I guess it's a thing. And then the next time I got a burger, it was like, it went away. So it was fine. Yeah. Fuck, fuck COVID. Mm -hmm. A lot of people die, so no. A, a lot of people die every day. Actually, you know this from your industry. It isn't like a thing. Like, But it was a thing. And it, fucking, it was. It's yeah. 2022. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not a scientist in any capacity. I'm, I'm a roofer, for God's <laughs> sake. And I play rock and roll with my friends. I'm not like, I did go to college briefly. But I didn't finish, you know what I mean? So, but no, like. All right, I explain this to me. Okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I want your opinion because you work in this industry. I know when when polio was a thing before we were alive, if you got vaccinated, you never got polio. Did you know that? Um, you might get it. You didn't, though. No. Okay. Now, when you get this vaccination, do you still get COVID? Yeah, but it's the same as the flu. So I don't take the fucking flu shot either. Fuck that shit. I don't like the flu shot, but but you'll take the COVID shot. That's that's a thing. There's there's a parallel. Yeah, but I was right then in the middle. I know you were. I know you were. Like I was scared. I didn't want to be. I respect that. And like back then, like usually when everybody was dying, like you were very afraid of this. And like I would see it all the time. I was working in health information management then. Yes. And using. Certain, like certain medical records once in a while. Sure. But these were like morning records every day for so many people. Like I wasn't used to that. Someone told me that everybody who died in that time frame, they just said it was COVID. Even if you had a heart attack and you were 60, they're like, well, it was COVID. They tested. But at the beginning, I'm sure that happened. So that's a thing. I don't know. I can't say. But I, mean, you're, I would hope you could say a little because you're in the industry more than me. I'm thinking that before they could test like, yes. really well and you were in the ER and you had shortness of breath and a fever and you died, that was probably said, oh, they have COVID. But just it was a precaution because then that body has to be isolated in a certain way until they figure out how is COVID going around. Right? Okay. That was the main thing. So I don't think they did it like, oh, yeah, we're all going to call everything COVID now. We're going to scare everyone. And I think it was more like a, to protect people. Oh, no, no, I'm like, not saying any of that. I'm not saying you know, it was a conspiracy at all. Right, but a lot of people feel really weird about that. And like, I know it's weird, right? It, it's felt, it, it, felt, it felt political. 
Yeah. It did. And I'm not, listen, I'm going to stress something before you get uncomfortable because you're making a shift. <laughs> I am not political. I'm independent and don't give a fuck. I don't care about Republicans. I don't care about Democrats. I really don't. I just don't care. When that guy with the hair mm -hmm. got in, I was livid. I was very concerned mm -hmm. for our well-being. But I have to speak real. Economically, until the COVID thing, the shit was working. I love you. It, no, it was, though. Yeah. It was, no. though. You're going to tell me the brain dead guy we have now is a plus? You're going to lie to yourself? Come on. Yeah. Biden's a car crash. He is. It. It's no. True. <laughs> Did you see him shaking someone's hand that wasn't there recently? That happened. No, oh no, no, but <laughs> you're very political, I guess. I just, I see both sides. And I mean, I'm not saying the other guy was good. I fucking hated the other guy. Yeah. But I, I don't like paying this money for the gas. And they did turn out. That's not his fault. The pipeline's a thing. That's a thing that he turned off day one. That is a little is fucking full. Not a lot, but a little. And then there's a theory, and this is not my theory, so don't you're getting hype. I don't want you to get hype. <laughs> that they're trying to drive up the gas prices intentionally to make everybody turn to the electronic car eventually. That's kind of the theory. Now I, I gotta be I don't give I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care. I just don't want to pay this much money for gas. Right. No, I mean who wants it? And um believe me. I know the guy with the hair was crass. I'm not dumb. It was cringeworthy. I it mean, really it was. was. Bad. I mean, it was bad from every standpoint. Like, mm -hmm. you say, like, okay, economics. Who cares if you're not a decent human being? What you do financially, or you, you're garbage. You're a bad person. And I'm a Spanish person, and I had people not wanting to talk to me because. Oh, hell no. You're Spanish. Because what? There's always been racism. No, it's because you're crazy. I married one. That's what it is. It's not because of... No, it's not and racism. don't even know me. I'm talking about people don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is like everybody knows racism is a thing, right? Yes. Yes. But with this guy, it was okay to be open about it. It was like, okay, we're going to brag about like hating... All the races, that was not cool. May I ask you a question? Yeah. Wouldn't you rather know what's really in their fucking hearts anyway? Well. Because I, five years before that, when the African-American gentleman was the president, who, by the way, I did like, who, by the way, inadvertently did the fucking Ukraine war. You don't even know that part, do you? Oh, my inadvertently, God. Inadvertently. Let's just blame Obama. Well. <laughs> everything. No, 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 no. We can discuss this logistically. These are facts. I'm not making shit up. We'll get to that in a moment. Again, I'm not political. You got to, I, I just, I can read this yeah. happened and it wasn't, it was in, inadvertent as a word. He didn't mean to do what he did. You know what NATO is, right? They tried. All right. Remember the Cuban missile crisis? Mm -hmm. They put missiles in Cuba because Cuba was a communist country and our president at the time lost his fucking mind, which he should have. We were going to put missiles in Ukraine and their president lost his fucking mind that, and I'm not saying he's right. Say he's wrong, but I understand it because when you went to Cuba, we were pissed, right? We we're gonna do the same fucking thing to him, and that happened under Obama's administration. And it wasn't him, it was NATO, but he sanctioned it. He didn't say no. So it started way back then. It had nothing to do with the haircut, has nothing to do with the current guy. It, it doesn't, and neither guy was involved. You know what I mean? It was that's how political works. It right. takes 10 fucking yeah. years to kick in. So little shit that happened in 2009 affects today, which is it's a ripple effect. Yeah. It was not intentional. I cannot stress this enough, but he didn't say no. Now, the reason they say it could have happened is he didn't have a good view of world politics, only local politics, like the country. He could govern the country, but he didn't understand dealing with other countries. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's the theory. And it's not intentional. And now we're here. A little fucking weird. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And like brink of war, they're doing things in New York City. In case there's a nuclear disaster, this is what you did. You see that? Yeah. That hurt That's my heart. Right, yeah. I didn't like that. Like, no. what? <laughs> you know, like, um, do they know something? We don't know. Should we do something? I, I mean, we're going to die. That's what's going to happen. There's not even a maybe. Cancer's real. Like, if there's fallout, we're dead. Yeah. We're dead. Yeah. I mean, I'm old. I'm okay with it dying now. Hey, if it would have kicked know, in in 90. Are you fucking crazy? No, we're number one. I didn't say you. I said well, me. We're not the same age, so yeah. yeah. And you got me old. But we've we've seen some things. If you, well, just a little want to die. If it, I don't want to die either. But if it <laughs> ended Thursday, I had fun. I did. I had fun. But if I was twenty-two and it ended Thursday, you're robbed. That's that. No, it's not pissed off. You're robbed. <laughs> you didn't get your time. You know what I mean? If you're seven years old and it ends Thursday, you got robbed. Yeah. I didn't get robbed. I had fun. I did crazy shit when there was no record of it, and no social media. 
Mm, that was good times. <laughs> You're like the 90s. That was what a good time. Who, what was your favorite 90s concert you attended? Oh, I, oh, in the 90s, I was in Spain still. So okay. I would go to the Spanish people concert. But you can say, say a name of someone. Yeah, her name, well, her name, his name, and the band is, do you want me to say the Spanish name? Well, I'm asking you a question. Yeah. You can answer the question. It's a week, you're not going to know, but it's Eros del Silencio. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they're still like. Huge? He's pretty big. Like, he's on his own now. Okay. Um, but, yeah, but, like, he was, like, you know, like, dreamy. Like, everybody's, like, in love with him. And he had that long hair. He was just cute. I'm glad you liked him. He was good. My ex-wife, I'm going to fuck the name up, Drago, Robbie Drago, whatever you I'm talking about. You have no idea what I'm saying. Good, because I had to see him in concert. That was interesting. Really? A lot of fucking special. Like, ah! I have no idea what's happening. I was just like, oh, yeah. These guys are more like a, like a block. That's cool. Yeah. What, what, what they sound like that I would have heard of? Like Tom know. Petty or like blues or like metal or like what, what was it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to get my phone and play you the song. You don't have to do that. We'll get in trouble for copyright. Oh, oh really? That's really? how podcasts are. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then I had my um, Spanish bands that I only like listen to. Okay. And I had like my Catalan bands because I spoke Catalan, so you know, like Barcelona, like has sure. its own thing. So that was big. And then there was this like random little drop ins. There was this British bands or American bands. And what British like, bands were you into? Well, I liked Rick Astley because obviously. What do you mean? Because obviously. <laughs> because he was so cute and so. Like, but all right. And then, if you're hold on, hold on. You're not going to say we're going to we're talking about this. If you're a Rick Ashley fan, which I respect. Did you follow the long hair Rick Ashley time? Or you have no idea what I'm saying right now? No. I just like the one song. That was when you were 12 years old when that came out. Right. And it was so cute. And there were two, there were, there were two songs. Well, in the 90s, he bought a guitar and became like a, I swear to God, this is real. <laughs> and he grew his hair really long and became like a fucking folk artist for like five years. For real? For real. I mean, no one cared because his voice is amazing. Yeah. Like he sounded like an old black guy. Like yeah, he was just soulful. Body, yeah. And so he's like in his fucking long jacket, Rick rolled and shit, you know, it was a thing. But in the nineties, he's like, I'm going to do folk music. Yeah, him, right? No one gave a fuck. Um, one of the band, it was a British band. It was called Big Fun. <laughs> I know Big Fun. Get out of here. Okay. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. We would put them in the two box all the time. There aren't a lot of hits though, right? No, they have one. The one, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they wore those suits, like different colors. Do you remember Men Without Hats? No. All right. There was that song. Oh, fuck. It was called Safety Dance. Safe, 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 safe. T, 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 T. You can dance if you want to. Da, 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 oh, yeah, that's that's them. And they were fucked up looking too. That's why I was yeah. asking. British men were the best because they were so weird looking. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you, it was just weird. That's a little racist, you know. No, yeah, that's no okay. it was just like, it was like their thing. Oh, I gotta be unique, I guess. But right? like big fun. Oh my god, they were all blonde and they were like these suits with the big giant the shoulder big pads. giant shoulder pads. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, that was good times. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Heathers? Oh yeah. You yeah. know the name of the band in the movie is Big Fun. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Suicide, don't do it. <laughs> Teenage suicide. Yep, that was a thing. I'm a musician, it's kinda of what I do. Yeah, but I, you know, every single band. I know, but when I know one, I'm happy I know them. I mean, yeah, you know, but you knew the safety dance song. You didn't know their name. So that's a thing. Like you hear songs when you're a kid yeah. that you just, you know what I mean? I had this fucked up thing. Remember Casey Kasem and the top 10 records and all that shit? Yeah, that happened where you were. So there was a countdown for Billboard magazine. And he was like, I'm Casey Kasem. And this week at number one is going to be so-and-so record. Shit like that, right? I was obsessed with that as a kid. <laughs> like, I remember when Tone Loke's Wild Thing went to number two. Remember that song, Wild Thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the highest charting rap song ever at the time. And in my head, I was like, oh, this is like a world record. This is a thing. And then the next year, Vanilla Ice had Ice Ice Baby. Oh, yeah. Look at you. I like him. <laughs> I mean... I re- all right. I was, was terrible. It wasn't terrible. You know, he, was. all right, wait. Number one, our band manager's friends with him, just so we're crystal clear. We could <laughs> I mean, call. That's, great. <laughs> <laughs> that's number one. Number two, you know, the Queen song, Under Pressure, that mm-hmm. he sampled? He bought that song from Queen. Really? So, yes. Oh, wow. For $4 million. Oh, my God. So that one Ice Baby really. But now he owns it. So here's what happened. He was a kid when Ice Ice Baby comes out and he has no money. It made a fuck ton of money. And he had an Asian manager, an American Asian manager, smart guy, greasy, 
He got no permission from anyone. He just put the songs out. And his thing, he's like, listen, this isn't going to be a hit. Why waste the time contacting me? You couldn't write him an email. This is the 80s, right? You have to fucking get the lawyer and it's a whole thing. He's like, fuck it. He's like, if it's a hit, which it won't be, then I'll pay him off. And he just fucking paid him off. So Vanilla Ice for four million dollars buys a song. Here's where it's funny. When Queen wrote the song with David Bowie, they were hammered. They were hammered. It wasn't work. They he was like they were in the studio, like fuck it, let's write a song. And they fought a little bit because they were drunk. And they recorded it and don't remember recording it and don't know much about it and just put on the record and didn't think about it. And then it became like a single later. When it becomes a hit, to get four million dollars, they were like, yeah. So they took the four million, they split it between Queen and David Bowie. He owns it. Every time you hear Queen on the radio today, Rob Van Winkle, who's Vanilla Ice, gets the fucking residuals. Wow. So it was in a commercial recently. He got the residuals. It was in a car ad. It's, everything, it's him. Wow. And every time he fucking Ice Ice Baby comes on, he now owns the shit straight up. Here's something you did not know. Remember the gangster rap stuff um, in the 90s, Death Row Records, with Tupac Shakur oh, yeah, and yeah. Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre? The seed money to start that label is from Ice Ice Baby. Get out. Ice Ice Baby guy, Rod Van, Rod Van Winkle, <laughs> had a writer write a verse for him and then never paid him because they were just friends. They were kids. They had no money. So the representative, Suge Knight, I know you know who Suge Knight is, the big guy. I'm Suge Knight. Oh, yeah. Yes. <clears throat> he shows up and he's like, all right, Vanilla Ice, here's the fucking contract. Sign over half the publishing for this fucking song because you know he wrote it. And Vanilla Ice is like, all right, because he did write it. So then half of Vanilla Ice money from Ice Ice Baby went and fucking financed and became death row records wow amazing that's interesting it's weird shit yeah. and then vanilla ice went on tv years later when you were here actually studying so the rehab or something like that no, no. he never he, he, no he wasn't on that he was on some show like <clears throat> flipping houses no surreal life number one so i saw a show with him are you listening to the words yeah. that are coming out of my mouth yes he was on surreal life uh, which was washed up stars. Yes. Then he got his own show where he flips houses, which you've never even seen. No. Made a lot of money. He's the richest one from back then. His fucking, he had $50 million in the bank 10 years ago when I checked. He never lost his money. He never spent his money. He married a wealthy woman from a wealthy family. They're still together, never divorced. He's very, very wealthy. Wow. Ka-ching. Good for him. Good for him. And during the pandemic, him and his wife had a fucking video on Instagram and TikTok where they were in France and they were getting serenaded in this beautiful town square and it was the most beautiful romantic thing ever. Wow. And I'm like, good for you, Vanilla Ice. Yeah, You're winning it. Who would have thought? Yeah. And they got MC Hammer living in the fucking poorhouse. Oh, oh my God. He was the worst. I had a friend in love with him. Why would MC Hammer be the worst? That song was amazing. I got Rick James a bunch of money. I love Rick James. Ooh, I love Rick James. Oh, yeah. What? I don't know. That said he was the worst is all I got. But you liked Vanilla Ice. Who yeah. who literally stole his entire act. The dancing, the yeah, fucking but he was like cute. See, you're you're run by your loins. Um, That's what you're telling me. I was a teenager, what am I supposed to think? With your brain. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I mean you're a teenager. It's hormone paradise, so hormone paradise. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. How old your youngest? 19. So teenager, technically. Uh -huh. Hormone paradise? Totally. totally? Yeah. I, that, I don't know. She's very, like, private. Were you private? No. She doesn't get that me. Interesting. <laughs> I was all over the place. But then again, it was different because there wasn't people with cell phones everywhere. True. You know, so you could do whatever you wanted. And then you'd be like, mm, that's you saying that I did that. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting chills of something that happened in my life in the nineties. <clears throat> that exact fucking phrase, that exact yeah. everything. Mm. So now you have to be a little more private because people will put you up there. So she's smart. But again, when we were discussing off microphone, she grew up in a world with social media. Right. We didn't. Well, not everybody's smart, like. I mean, you still hear kids sending like naked pics in high school, and they all. Is it still a thing now? I, I thought it was five years ago a thing. I feel like they kind of got a better grasp on it. I hope so. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. I mean, I'm sure it's still a thing. Okay, I hope not. I hope not too. There was there was a story that I had heard back then. It's like five years, maybe ten years ago, where an underage girl who's 15 sends a boob shot to her boyfriend who's 16 and he had child pornography on his fucking phone. They both got in trouble because she possessed it too. And it went over digitally. That is child pornography. Yeah, but that's yours. That, she shouldn't be blamed for that. That's only him. What do you mean him? He, <laughs> that's 
fucked up. He didn't. He didn't want to receive it. She sent it. Oh, yeah, he didn't want to. I know. Like, no. uh, you know, it's like this person I knew told me a story once that she had called a guy, and then when she got on the phone, it was one of those things, the video chat, and his penis was in the video. Did she want that, or was it just there when she called? I don't remember. Can you tell me? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. <clears throat> 16, hormones. You got it to a different... I was a fucked up kid. Well, yeah, I mean, it was good times. Like, there really was no record. <laughs> But understand, there was never a record before in history either. It wasn't like your mom could have said to you, listen, be careful because you're going to be on social media forever. People lose jobs for tweets they did fucking 15 years ago. Well, 10 years ago, I guess. It's 15. How long has tweeting been around? I don't know. I don't really know. Do you, do you use Twitter? No. I don't either. There's a banned one for Starscream, our band, but I don't ever log on. And no, I, I, don't, no, I, don't. I like Instagram because of the pictures. I like yeah, Instagram a lot. And then Facebook bought Instagram. So now it's just fucking creepy as fuck. Mm. So we were having a podcast here like last week or two weeks ago. And my, my friend David and I were talking, right? And we're discussing something specific. I don't know what it was. It was like a tool or something. And son of a bitch is when he left on my fucking phone. There's an ad on Facebook. Do you need this tool in your life? And I'm like, oh, I, I kind of do. <laughs> but it's scary, right? My neighbor across the street loves uh electronics and computers he's really adept at those things and he had a new build done to his house I, you probably didn't notice his house is two stories mine's only a rancher he built up right so everything in that house he can sit on his couch and go alexa turn on the front lights and they turn on and he hang out at the house it is beautiful the house is beautiful but i told him I'm like bro i got divorced in my house the vile things that came out of both of our mouths through the course of this divorce because she wouldn't leave for a year while we we're divorcing she just won't fucking leave. The things I said, I don't want a record anywhere, mm -hmm. somewhere at fucking Amazon. And then I heard they got caught listening to the recordings as well. Yes. Yes. It's like some kind of like action class. Yeah. I said vile things. So Alexa, play the doors. I don't need that. I'll go put the CD on. I'm an old man. I'll find my CD yeah. and I'll put it on. And then, then you look around like, do I have a CD player? I had to buy a fucking CD player. You have your phone and just play something. I don't like that. I, I, I know. I don't do Spotify. I don't either. But I have, like, I have radio. What's that? iHeartRadio, you said? Yeah. So it's not. Like, I, so it's the same I, thing. I, yeah. I, um, okay. But I have a podcast, actually. Well, you've been listening to this podcast. What's the name of this one? You don't even fucking know you're on it. What's Next. The name of There's one word. I'll give an example. Over my right shoulder is a fucking sign with the name lit up. The name's oh. lit up behind me. But you have no idea what that's called or anything. Here, let's show the fucking camera. She's like, what is the name of the podcast that I'm on? I see it now. Oh, you see it now? Yeah. yeah. I can read. It's backwards in the camera, but it's Vex on Vex podcast. So you can look that up. <laughs> under the Loud and Loaded Network. Not that you give a shit, obviously. <laughs> got political. You got really mad there for a second. Yes, I did it for a minute. Why? Why do you care? Because I care. Why? Because I care. Because. Go ahead. You can't just say because you care. Okay. Tell me why. Yeah, I'm trying to get my thoughts. That's okay. Making sense. So, I'm a woman. I'm a minority. I have a gay child. It's like everything. So if you don't try to fight for those rights, you know what I mean. Like that's scary, right? Yeah. Like the fact <clears throat> that they're starting to take rights away. Yes. I do not support in any capacity. Like, like it's scary. Even if I have opinions on things, which by the way, I'm pretty not, I don't, I'm not, I'm, all right. The, the opinions I do have, I'm very strong on, but I don't like the idea of telling anyone else ever what to do. Do whatever the fuck you want. Right. Don't That's how, well, sometimes I hurt people, yeah, but you know, too. yeah, but that's not the point. And I think I'm still a good person, but I'm serious. Like if you, it's, it is America. And if you want to say some, like they, they used to have like, I can't even fathom. I can't fathom somebody younger than me subscribing to like a Nazi doctrine. Right. right. But they do sometimes, but those fuckers want to have a, a parade. It's okay. I don't care. It is not okay though, because that's no, hate. unfortunately you're I right. Mean, it is. It's freedom is because I, my family is Lithuanian and we lived under Russia in communist rule. My family lived there and you couldn't even think what you wanted to think. You couldn't say what you want to say. Again, I don't support it. I don't. I think it's, I think it's just dumb. To, the, the fact that anybody in this day and age is like the color of your skin, if it, shut the fuck up. It just doesn't make sense. Biologically, it doesn't make sense. There's nothing there. It just doesn't make sense, right? Because there are Caucasian people that are raised in a bad environment who grew up and do bad things. That thing, mm -hmm. that, that doesn't count, it counts. But this Nazi doctrine of something that happened 
70 but years you know ago. What I think it is? Like, I was just talking to somebody about this. Sure. Right? American people have never been impressed with that. Like, Europe people, right? We grew up, when I was born, Franco was still a thing. Yeah. Like, he was still alive. Yeah. And people will have no rights. And it was a dictator. And you remember. I don't really remember. But your family fucking told you. Well, I do remember the whole transitioning into like a democracy. Mm -hmm. And I remember the rubber bullets flying. And I remember like crap like that. So you know like how bad that stuff is. Yes. Right? Even though I didn't really fully live this. But my mom would tell me. And I didn't live it either. I arrested for going to a concert. Yes. And and the kids don't understand history. But most Americans, even grown-ups, like they don't understand when you're telling people they cannot do things because they're black or they're Spanish or they're gay or they're women. This is what you're doing. It's it's oppressive, and it's not right. And it's what Franco or Mussolini or whoever you know what I mean, like fascism. Yeah, it's awful. And it's like well, on the flip side, on the flip side, and again, I am not political, but I'm going to talk to you. Antifa, kind of fucked up. Kind of fucked up. You're right. Everything is fucked up. Like I just live your life, man. Just leave your life. But if anybody taking rights away from Americans, I got a problem. Like it hurts me in my heart. Right. I'm not saying that that Roe versus wage thing is my business. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. But it's been there for 50 fucking years. Right. Just, no way or don't do it. It's your thing, right? But they, you, you should have the ability to do whatever right. the fuck you want. Like that's the thing. Exactly. I don't know. Or like, like now people are saying, why do like gays have to have a parade and straight people don't? Idiots, because you've never had to fight to be straight and to be out. You know, it's just so absurd. Like, the whole world is going crazy. Well, no, but they can question it. That's it is crazy. But you can question whether it's a parade. You can even question. You can ask whatever you want. You get mad to question it. You can. You can question. No, you can't question how come straight people don't get a parade. You can say whatever you want. You can, but it's stupid. Well, no, that's the thing. You literally, I've just done both sides of the fucking the the thing in yeah. one second. The spectrum in both sides. You were like, you don't. If they don't agree with you, now you're mad. That's not right. No. They no. can do whatever the fuck they want. You can question whatever you want. As long as the parade happens, question away. Right, but they're doing this while they're trying to take away rights from minorities. Right? You want your own parade. Have your own fucking parade. Go ahead. But then don't say, like, oh, gays can get married. You know, like... Well, they can can't still. No, you cannot say that because that's what? taking rights away no, from people. No, gay people can still get married. We're okay right on that one currently. That's a yeah, fact. Yeah, that's going to be, like, first you're taking abortions, then you're taking what, what? Women can drive on their own. They need a man. And all well, you guys are bad at it. Oh, yeah, but whatever. We still allowed. We want to be able to. <laughs> and I, have I just don't want any rights taken away from any Americans. Exactly. It just that's generally speaking. So that's why I'm like it's into a... politics. And I'm always arguing with people. Why? Because if nobody's going to change their mind. And I'm not going to change anybody's mind. Okay. And I understand that. But if you can <clears> like plant a little seed, like. Why do people do this or something? You know what? All right. Can I, can I tell you my opinion on the situation? Yeah. I'm going to tell you a story time. I had an uncle. He's no longer with us. I loved him, actually. He was my great uncle. He remembers the depression. He was old as fuck. He was tough. <laughs> he was a good guy. And he would say the N-word for real. And I would wince because I was a little kid and I was sent to a Catholic institution of learning. And they tell me every day, love your neighbor. You know what I mean? Everything. And then I grew up in a time when Eddie Murphy was on TV. I thought he was awesome. I watched Webster. I watched Different Strokes. Like I liked black people. I didn't know them in my life, but on TV they were fucking awesome. So I didn't think anything negative about black. And my parents, cool enough, weren't like that. They didn't push it. And I found out later they kind of were a little racist. But you don't know. You don't. When you're a little kid, thank God they didn't tell me. You know. <clears throat> but this uncle would get a little hammered and start talking shit. And I remember thinking, I'm like, all right. I got to see this. I want to understand real racism. And we had a function at our local uh, our parish, the church. It was a bazaar, right? And everybody comes and you eat and you drink. And this racist uncle sat next to a black guy all night and drank in harmony and had the best time. And even at seven, I'm like, that's hypocritical. <laughs> if you hate him because he's black, why are you hanging out with Randy? Why is Randy cool? But the rest of them aren't. That's why it was bullshit. I'm like, well, this is bullshit. Like, even at seven, I knew that like, racism doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Right. I was amazed by this. My, I loved my uncle. I did. He was tough, tough guy. But he just hung out with the black guy all night. I'm like, you motherfucker. You talk all this shit in the house. You don't believe it either. Yeah, maybe he didn't know any black people before. I, I, this is the guy that made him no, but this guy was in his 60s. He knew black people. So my point is, Ice T, you know the rapper Ice T? You remember that guy? He's a fucking cop on TV now, yeah. but he recorded Cop Killer. Really cool. 
Is he really cool? Yeah. I like him. He's not. I, I, I bought his book and I read it. It's not well written, but he's. I like him. He's a smart man. Not not well written, but smart. He said, if you get a black little kid and a white little kid and they're in a sandbox and they're three, they're just going to play until they're 80. Hey, it's my friend. It's Gary. Let's right. play. Racism is taught. There's nothing in it that it's, there's nothing there. Right. It's yeah. just perceptions of people. So even, even when they're like, all right, so people are like, I, I hate gay people. When I went to high school in the fucking eighties into the nineties, my friend, Chris, I'm calling you out, Chris. Hope you're watching. He's, he's gay. He's gay. He's married. He married a doctor. They're living the fucking dream, by the way. I didn't know he was gay. He was the kid next to me in my first period class. And we fucking hit it off because he was funny and he was smart. He could dress really well. <laughs> he had great hair. I didn't know. So we're friends the whole four years. He's my boy. And they're like, that guy's a fag. And I'm like, no. and he had a girlfriend who was so attractive. She was so because they always get the best looking checks, right? right? So his girlfriend was a smoke show. And I was like, I don't think he's gay, man. I'm not a girlfriend, man. So, you know, years go by. He calls me up and he's like, you know, I'm gay. I'm like, yeah, I didn't ever thought you were gay. But I got to tell you, it makes a lot of sense. Who gives a shit? But I, he was just my friend, Chris. I love, to this day, I love Chris. I just do. He's a good dude. So when they're like, rah, 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 you just got to meet somebody. And just. Yeah, calm down. No, no, no. But just. Yeah. That's the thing. I, and it's weird. Individual to individual, it's really hard to be an actual bigot because people are right. people. Right. You know what I mean? So there's even a guy, I'm not going to say his name, who I heard on a podcast, who you would probably be very upset that I heard his podcast, but he even said it. He was like, people think I'm a racist. And he's kind of, he's marked as a racist. And he's like, but I go to the bar and I watch the baseball game with the black guys at the bar and we're fucking friends because I don't know him. He don't know me. But we're watching the game together. The Yankees are playing. It's like a thing. It's hard to really be a racist when you deal with individuals. It, it just is. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And the reason that the Nazis pulled it off is they were all in fucking speed. Nobody was in their right mind. You can't kill millions of fucking people unless something's pushing you to do that. You know what I mean? They were like cranked out of their fucking minds like shaking there's footage of hitler at the olympics in the 30s and he's like this yeah because he's fucking on speed like you can say fucked up shit but having to carry it out is a little hard killing people's fucking hard yeah. man so for people to do those awful things that it wasn't just them they had fucking drugs giving them fucking you know it was bad shit man i don't know yeah, neither do i you, you gotta admit pretty good conversation huh Pretty good, yeah. Pretty good. You got all mad at me there oh, politically yeah. for a second. I'm very opinionated. <laughs> so am I. But I like I like doing both sides. People don't like doing both sides. You don't like doing both sides. No. But then you will flip-flop on me in front of me. You were like, you could say whatever you want unless you say it against this. That's a bad way to be. Because when you are bringing up hate, yes. and it, it's not okay to say it. It is. It is not Unfortunately, okay. it is, though. No, it can be said because freedom of speech. Well, so then that's it. But it is still not okay. No, it's rude. Right. But it's okay. It is not okay. But it is. But not. <laughs> Young lady who wasn't born here, I can tell you from someone who was born here, it is okay. I don't like it, but I got it is okay. You know what I mean? Like, I get prejudged for my appearance sometimes. I'm a bald Caucasian gentleman covered in tattoos. Now, they're of butterflies and flowers and shit when you get closer inspection. <laughs> like, they're not scary tattoos. But someone could say, well, that's a fucking, that's a skinhead. You know what I mean? I was married to a fucking woman who's color. You know what I mean? I raised her son who was a, a child of color. Like, I'm just not that person. I'm in a band with two Jewish gentlemen. You know what I mean? Like, But I could look like a Nazi skinhead. So you can't judge a book by cover either. No, never. But you can say But you either. can judge a person by what they say that's true i will judge you oh <laughs> speaking of which i judge everywhere all the time if i go to the mall oh my god your footwear i judge your hair what the fuck is that person i'm so judgy yeah. i'm so judgy not only self-conscious <laughs> we'll discuss it later not that many flaws though you look nice i like the glasses a lot thank you i, I, I like them a I lot them too. Yeah, not like the newest prescription, so I don't say great with them. How old is your prescription? This one is like two years old. So we're old. supposed to do every two years, right? I do every year because my eyes just like change. When did they start getting bad? Mine were, I was a child when they went, mine went bad. No, mine started like maybe like six or seven years ago. So you had good vision your whole life. I thought I did until I wore glasses. But you, when you got your license, they gave you an eye exam because I got one too. No. What do you mean? No. They didn't. Uh, did I you mean, get your license I here? Or here? 
I have a regular license. So what I did, I had an international <laughs> license okay. that transferred for a year. Uh, and then I just went to the DMV and passed the test and drove around and here's your license. You don't remember this, but you got an eye test. You just don't remember it. I did? Yeah. At the DMV, you get one. It's like three seconds. They put your face up and they say, what do you see? And you say it and it's like, it's, it's part of it. That's how the test works. Hmm, so of course you did. Because I, I couldn't have. Without my glasses, I couldn't have passed it. It's like one of those things where it's distance. Like, can you see the sign down there? It's it's really easy. It's literally three seconds. So you've taken the test. Maybe, yeah. But how many years? We're talking, you know, 25. Like yeah, so you yeah. don't know. 25 years is a long fucking time. Yeah, 25. Yeah. So, but you took it. Especially in 97. I took mine in 93. So that you passed it. I wouldn't have passed it. I, I needed glasses to drive. Oh, my, my license it says restrictive lenses. Because I was a little kid. I remember reading the blackboard. And you know what glare is when the sun hits it? I assumed because I was a little kid, oh, the glare's hitting and I can't see it. Mm-hmm. And I would copy off the kid's notes next to me. And eventually I think that the teacher might have noticed and said something to my mom. And then my mom, <laughs> this is my mother. Oh my God, this is bad. She's like, don't lie on this eye exam just because you want glasses. I did <laughs> not. I know. I didn't want glasses. Like a fashion statement. I know. She's like, attention. I like attention, right? So she's like, don't lie and i'm like i'm not gonna lie i can't see the blackboard i can't write the notes on the blackboard and then i got glasses and then i had giant fucking 80s fucking oh they were awful oh my god do you have pictures i'm sure i do i'm sure i do we'll figure that out oh do you need to see those (laughs) girl who met me fucking recently um well whatever (laughs) and then we got into starscream the band i'm in we were called the broken we were kids and i would i would have to wear glasses to drive to the show right and then i would take the glasses off to perform and then you really couldn't see the audience because I'm blind as fuck. Like, I can't see mm-hmm. far away. I can read really well. That's how I am. I can see close, but I can't see. My reading's starting to get weird. Like, I know I'm going to need readers. So, there's a TV over your right shoulder. It's gigantic. Mm-hmm. The other one wasn't gigantic. So, I had a TV and I put up the thing and I couldn't read what was coming on the show next. And I'm like, oh, it's going. So, I went to the eye doctor. She's like, it didn't change. Your prescription's exactly the same. I'm like, I can. She's like, I'm telling you, it's coming. But it didn't happen yet. She's huh. like, one day you're going to wake up in the morning and you're going to turn your phone on and you won't be able to read your text messages. She's like, when that day happens, come over here right That's away. Isn't that fucking scary? She said it's just going to happen. That's just how it happens. Our age, one day, it could be when you're 55, but it's going to happen. Readers are a thing. Yeah. So now I'm considering going for LASIK. Is that weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary, right? Yeah. My neighbor got it, and he loves it. Yeah, I was thinking about it, too, because, I mean, it's a pain to, like, have all these glasses. Is it that much of a pain, though? I don't know. I'm used to it now. I've had glasses for fucking, Jesus Christ, 40 years right, almost. I'm wearing contacts. Yeah, I can't do contacts. But you're, 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 you're recent to glasses, though. You know what I mean? So I've had glasses for a long time. Um. Yeah, but when I was, like, younger, I wanted to be, like, college contacts. <laughs> yeah, you like that. That's the thing you like. Yeah. Mm. Cool. But I couldn't do it. Don't touch my eyeballs. Well, it's. I couldn't even like having like drops and nothing. That's psychological. You could, yeah, one hundred percent. But you could beat that if you were nope. inclined. Nope. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm scared of people touching my eyeballs. You can do it yourself. I worked for an eye doctor one time. Okay. One day, actually, one day. One Did he touch you inappropriately in the eyeballs? No. <laughs> he was like, "Go put this like numbing cream on these guys' eyeballs." I'm like, "I'm out." All right. Do I you, can't do eyeballs. You know, if you'd have forced yourself to do your job, by now, you'd be a master at it. I will not touch eyeballs. And then I would have to sit there and watch how they do the LASIK in that room. No. Why did you apply? You knew you hated eyes. Because I wanted to do, like, administrator stuff. Oh, and he's like, no. Nope. But this guy was a real asshole. I don't ah! know his name either, but he's in Minnesota. How many years ago was this? Like, You're like Thursday. It was Thursday. No, no. I quit my job. Like 15 years ago. Yeah, fuck him. Don't say his name. He's an Is he? He was. Like, honestly, like, he says to me, so you've never done this before. There's no reason why tomorrow you cannot just do it by yourself. Wait, you have to whisper it? Fuck you. <laughs> you can say fuck you. All right, so fuck you. There you go. I was like, no. And then you want to touch this guy's eyeballs. You don't want me touching people's eyeballs. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I hate oh, he was just, oh. Did you ever see the movie Step Brothers? Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> Me too, actually. I have the comforter. That's Why are you so sweaty? <laughs> oh, my God, because cops close on at 4.30. <laughs> I know. The cops come on at 4.30. <laughs> All right. The reason I asked that, anyway. when he went for employment, he had bugaboos. He's not going to have sex with old people. 
and he doesn't want and no bear traps. So your bugaboo would be no eyeballs. Eyeball tattoo. Nothing. He's like, oh, you're gonna like this job. You can cook and you can use fire. <laughs> that is the greatest movie ever, isn't it? It is a great movie. I used to watch it every Christmas. Really? <laughs> it's like a Christmas I, well, it's a Christmas movie though because they lose their shit. He's like, he went. He's like, you smell like uh, what is it? Vodka and cheesecake, not vodka. Fuck. Remember when the dad goes to the Cheesecake Factory? He's like, oh, Merry Christmas. And I go to the Cheesecake Factory. She's like, it's like brandy and cheesecake. Yeah. Mm, it's a good movie. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number 156 of the Vex on Vex podcast. The Vex on Vex podcast is available on the Podbean application on your phone under the Loud and Loaded Network. Well, Patricia, not a bad day. Thank you for your conversation. You're welcome. We'll have another one? Sure. Okay. This is VexX telling you to stay frosty.